met jy nie. Maar ek sal altyd vir hulle music leer. Music sal overal wees wat ek gaan. Willen Janssen there speaking on the power of music um, and some of the work that he's been doing in Elsie's River. Next then we have Justin Dingwall, who I think might be my personal favorite uh, of the lot that we're speaking about this evening. Um, he is a fashion photographer um, and his cause is about stylish images, which we see on social media. And his issue is that we're seeing very much the same kind of people who define the spaces of fashion and so on. And so it's a very specific look, either your blonde head, blue eyes, tall and skinny, whatever the case may be. And so his pursuit is that around of more diversity or inclusivity uh, when it comes to the fashion world. And so his work is really about collaborating with people from different backgrounds uh, to get a different aesthetic to what we are often very much bombarded with uh, in the media space and specifically uh, the space of fashion photography. He has a story. The purpose of my work is to start conversations. Society sometimes needs to open up their eyes. Before I do a shoot, I always prepare and I make sure that everything is correct. It is important to have a message within my work as well as have it be pleasing to the eye. I believe I have power and responsibility as a photographer to change conversations around perceptions of beauty. As an artist, I like to challenge people's perspectives on lives, on society, and the way that we perceive it. Everyone has a different perspective. Everyone sees everything differently, but it's important that we're able and allowed to see things differently. It's an empowering feeling to have a way to show others how I see the world and how others see the world. I want people to see that all people are beautiful in their individual ways. Justin Dingwall, uh, they're speaking on the need to transform uh, the fashion photography industry. In case you missed it, we were speaking uh, just a few moments ago to Andrew um, from ooh, from Mitchell's Plain, I think he was from. Um, and he was speaking about the power of uh, taking young kids along for a journey to show them what their possibilities are in terms of the careers that they're going into. And our next beautiful news feature, uh, Muson Dukabwe, he's a creative animal, basically, um, in the space, playing in the space of multimedia um, and digital creative arts, which is right a completely new uh, industry which you're working with. Something that if you tell your parent that you're going to now go and become, uh, let's say, a social media manager, they're going to look at you funny like, what? on earth is that my poor child is going to starve we're all going to starve it's not going to work out well uh, but these are the sort of things that we actually need to start speaking about and informing each other about so that we can break into uh, the new space the new possibilities which have now opened up to us so this is his story my name is Musonda Kabwe and I'm an illustrator and designer I think culture is very important as a means of connecting with different people. As an artist, there's no need to lose tradition because I use modern mediums. I think illustration is reaching a point where people are kind of starting to understand it in South Africa. People are looking for meaning in different things and illustration is the opportunity to tell a new South African story and release us from this prison of image that we're stuck in. When I see young designers my age embracing their culture, I feel pride. We have such diverse backgrounds and South Africans are some of the most talented artists of the world. My message to young designers is to be present and figure out who you are in the hope of connecting with other people. 
figure out who you are, the wise words there of Musonda. Uh, How difficult is that though? By the way, I turned 27 last week. Some people will say, oh, you're such a baby. But I feel really old and I actually have so much anxiety. Like every birthday since I've turned 25, I think I just think, oh my gosh, I'm on the clock. I didn't do the things that I needed to do. Uh, just my life is so boring and unexciting. And where's it going? Basically a whole literally quarter life crisis. Um, I know I'm dramatic, but it is just that thing that, you know, we live in the space where things are happening so quickly, so dynamically, and you can't help but compare. Oh, look at that one's doing. Look at that one's doing. And so very difficult. But yes, that's me at 27, just trying to figure out my life. But it's such an important journey to go on. Um, and when you do find that purpose, that thing that you're meant to do at the end of the day, it's pretty, it's a pretty cool feeling. I can imagine the last person then, uh, to consider for this week's beautiful news feature. Remember, uh, one of these lucky people, or I suppose we are the lucky ones to hear more on the projects that are being had they'll come through on wednesday uh, to elaborate a little bit more on the incredible work that they're doing and perhaps there's a way uh, for both you and i to get involved as well the last one then um is also a very special story competing uh, for one of my favorites it's the story of leonard bailey who was born with a uh, down syndrome um and he has this incredible talent though despite this for athletics um he's been doing some shot put some davlin Javelin, Javelin, that's how you say it, right? Uh, some Javelin also on the world stage uh, for South Africa, uh, really having our having our flag um, high uh, around various areas of the world. His story is really an incredible one, and I actually have decided that I hope that he's the one that wins this art to come and share. Uh, but here is just a sneak peek into his story. Ek laag mante pamayu se vat ek kan tun of tuni. My name is Leonard Bailey, short foot in discus in the javelin. Ek laag andari. Leonard is a world record holder in short foot, javelin and discus. Because he got the weight to do it. <laughs> but I'm six years old, he begins athletics. I give my work up when he was born. He was born with Down syndrome. And I'm always at the field and wherever he goes, I go with him. From 10 years old, he realized that he's good in sports. He always come home with medals. He don't come without a medal. The challenge we face on a daily basis is traveling money, nearly 2,000 for his techies, and he didn't have a sponsor. I gesteeg in sy omstandighede. Ek wil wen, proces is Leonard Bailey wrapping up this evening's beautiful news feature come Wednesday uh, we'll be introduced to one of those incredible souls doing absolutely beautiful work um, in and around the country uh, taking your SMS's as well so you need to keep those coming as well as uh, your WhatsApp voice notes you can get me on the SMS line or give me a call on 021-446-0567 uh, or send me a WhatsApp voice note which will absolutely make my day 072-567-1567 but you need to do it now right because we only have just under 30 minutes or just over 30 minutes uh, before I love and leave you. So I want to hear your thoughts before before I head out of studio. Uh, on the SMS line and the WhatsApp though, we've got uh, some people still going on around the issue of load shedding, but also I've got a WhatsApp here from Hazel D who says, good evening. I absolutely salute the gentleman uh, regarding the education and his passion. I think what he is doing for the young students is brilliant and I think those children will one day Thank him. You go so. Absolutely agree. I think Andrew's kind of 
the star of the show uh, for this evening. The discussion that we were having with Andrew um, and prior to that was that of student protests, how to quell them, how to do them better, why they keep happening if we have so-called uh, free education, a very important discussion indeed. Uh, and Andrew's contribution was that, you know what, we actually just need to change our mindsets around the issue of education. We need to nurture children way before they even enter uh, the higher education space to say that these are your options. Give them exposure. Take them to Uncle So-and-so, who is a lawyer, who is a teacher, who is a plumber, and say, these are the options and this is what is possible. So I absolutely agree uh, with Hazel there that Andrew's contribution Definitely an important one this evening. Then I've gotten a WhatsApp also from Sandy Sote. She says, the disrespect that we have got from Prasa, we are stuck in a train uh, between Fasante Kral, I might be saying that wrong, and Cryfontaine. This shows disrespect to the commuters of their service. Can you imagine? It's 25 past 10 in the evening. You just want to get home and you're now stuck stranded in the middle of nowhere. On a train with strangers, it's dark. You don't even know how long you're going to be there. And I know that situation of being on a train, right? Because often there's not even any communication to say, this is the issue. This is why we're being held up. Um, and you're going to be here for this long. And so absolutely, uh, thoughts and prayers are with you, uh, over there, Sandy. So, uh, hopefully that is resolved very quickly. She's stuck on a train at this hour, uh, between Fasante Kral and Cryfontaine. Still also lots of SMSs about Electricity, which was supposed to come back at half past eight, at eight o'clock, at seven o'clock, and still isn't back on. There's a number of areas, Lansdowne, Delft. Um, I'm seeing all of your SMSs, of course, load shedding. Stage four is where we're at this evening. And in case you missed it, we have a president uh, sitting over in Ethiopia who is shocked as we are angry, probably not as much as we are, um, that this is happening. But I did mention a little bit early on that I want to know your love stories. I'm going to share one with you about when love goes wrong. Uh, so you have 30 minutes to let me know what it is that you're going to be doing for your significant other this week.